Hello, friends and loved ones. Welcome to another wonderful episode of the Comcast. This week's beer of the week is the Dead Eye Stout by Triton Brewing Company of the great state of Indiana in the wonderful city of Indianapolis. Uh, the Dead Eye Stout has an ABV of 5.5%. It is dark and opaque with a big roasty malty nose, a slight hint of coffee, and notes of sweet toffee. That rhymes. Um, all swaddled in oaty creaminess, this beer delivers the full-bodied mouthfeel you expect from a stout. <laughs> what? Well, the fucking image they have on it is a skull. And all that shit, the nose, the full body, is non-existent in their logo. Why is this included in my beer review? I don't know. I just thought I'd let people know. Well, you're going to have to edit this out. No. <laughs> this this is a year-round available uh, beer for Triton Brewing Company. Uh, it is available on Nitro, so get it today. Uh, thank you, Triton Brewing Company. <laughs> I'll film Nitro. For an extra creamy experience. <laughs> Forgot to read that part, didn't you? I was going to leave it out. No. Thank you, Triton Brewing Company, for producing this wonderful beer. One of my favorites and a Comcast favorite, the Dead Eye Stout on Nitro from Triton Brewing Company. Now, enjoy this catchy intro music and let's get into the episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Comcast. I am Ryan, your host, and joining me is Cody, as always. Welcome. Holy shit, you didn't call me Bitch Boy or Booby Milk or Ball Boy Wonder or something stupid like that. It's just Cody. There is an hour-long episode, so just fucking wait. Thank Um, goodness. Happy Friday, everybody. Hope everybody has an awesome weekend. Um, I don't know how awesome it can be. We're still in fucking strange times. But glad to see you here. Glad to see you listening. I think I think the light is showing at the end of the tunnel. To be honest with you, yeah, I, know, I, know, I really do. I know a lot of people are uh, starting to open things back up, and it's weird because like there's people with that opened up their hair salon and like the cops got called and they're just like, we can't arrest you for anything. You're just opening during a pandemic, and they're like, okay, bitch, I'm just cutting <laughs> hair. Yeah. Like, I ain't breathing anybody's mouth. But, yeah, everybody's talking about opening back up and all these riots and all this shit. So, I don't I don't know what's worse. Everybody, like, the coronavirus or the people getting so fucking butthurt about not being able to go outside. But I get it. It's just like, I get people's point about, oh, we're, you know, we're not sick. We've been, t- a lot of people, some people have been tested. And they're like, oh, we've been tested. We're not sick. Why can't we go places? So, because you can be, uh, because you can basically be a, a carrier, is right? Thing. That's the it's the dangerous. It's not. <clears throat> it's almost like when you're driving on the the interstate. It's not you you're worried about. It's everybody else, right? So it's basically that concept. Like you, so if you you might not be worried about yourself, but you should be worried about everybody else because you might have something and carry it and it'll get on get in contact with somebody else and that's that's the problem that we're seeing but a lot of people don't understand that it's just like why can't i go outside it's just like whenever this shit hit the fan all those spring breakers and seven we planned this for like two fucking months we're ready to party 
And then that girl... Co- college kids, you'll be all right. You got plenty more vacations left. Well, just then they, just they all got a shit like... Yeah. Uh, hundreds of them got coronavirus. Well, here's the thing. Also, uh, you'll be all right, college kids, if you didn't have a spring break. Like, this ain't your last vacation. And honestly, think about it. You might have died that week yeah. in March. You might have died. There's there's hundreds of college kids that die I'd every say, spring break. I'd say a couple dozen of you did, but from maybe drug overdoses and alcoholism. Yeah, seriously, like, uh, you might have died. So, but think of the, so the coronavirus might have saved your life on spring break. Yeah, but think of all this stupid shit we did when we were in college. Yeah, we didn't go on spring break. No, but, but we did it because we were poor, but we did a lot of fucking stupid shit. We did. I, hey... But we, and it's not been 10 years, so we can't talk about it. <laughs> we, we have survived. We have lived to talk about it. Yeah, we have. I don't... We Okay. I don't really know, like, all the stupid shit I did, because I don't remember it, but... <laughs> I remember some of it. But, yeah. So, everything's still chaotic. Everything's still fucked up. Everybody just needs to hang in there. We'll, everybody, we'll get through it. I mean, we'll get through it if, you know... We, I know somebody, we we actually know somebody we played football with who has it. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he has it. And I guess he's doing better, so that's good. Yeah, that's that's really good. Uh, happy, happy to hear the news. And we still don't know. There. Yeah, we still don't know. Well, they still don't know what's up with it. Some people say it could be, like, blood type, genetics. Who knows? Some Just, people said some people said black people don't get it. <laughs> that's crazy. I think I told you that. Yeah, that's because that's what went around. It's like, did you know black people don't get coronavirus? So they that's would go crazy. out and they still fucking got it. That's insane. That's so crazy. And they said dogs wouldn't get it, but then I think they found one that had it. And, oh, and, and a tiger in the zoo. Dogs in dogs in uh, China were having animals in China were getting it. Well, I think they found a, a tiger in in New York in the zoo that had it. Right. Uh, who's been, and, who's and he been making out with? There's, there's, there's news about. I don't, I don't like. I, I don't. Okay, I don't watch the news. I check the news. Right. I don't watch it. I check it because if you watch it, you're just gonna go insane. Like you're gonna go crazy. You're gonna get obsessed. No, nobody wants to get obsessed about anything they can't control. So check the news. Check what you need to look at. Don't watch it. Don't watch it like it's your favorite sitcom. It's. It will literally make this, like, if you're still uh, strictly in shelter in place, the quarantine right now, it's going to make you go crazy. Don't even watch it. I don't watch it. I The only time I check the news is to come up with articles for this podcast, and that is it. That That is completely it. And if, if you... If you don't produce yourself anything to worry about, you're not going to worry about anything that's not going on in your own life and the people around you. Like, worry about your own situation. Don't worry about anything that's out of your control by watching the news. Just check it. Check what you need to look at. You know, you know, like, just like your local birthdays this week or it's just something, you know, something safe, I guess, that's not going to make you lose your mind. Who checks the news for birthdays? I mean, I don't know. Like the local news has like birthdays. It's Brad Pitt's birthday. <laughs> no, no, they have like low. No, like people post on the on your lo, like your local town news. They oh, well, they I post don't give like a they shit post about that. They post like birthdays and stuff like that. And I don't even check Facebook friends for birthdays. So. The only way I know I have friends that have birthdays is because of Facebook. Right. The only way I know. And it's up to me to look at that notification and decide: Do you want? Do I want to wish them happy birthday? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's how it. That's how shit hit the fan 
like early on when all the grocery stores got cleaned out because everybody was watching like Fox News or CNN or whatever. And any, that's what happened. Any news article because the 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 news and the media has completely blown this out of proportion. They're telling you stuff that's okay. So new if you don't know the way the news works, the news works on ratings. And if they don't get ratings, they don't make money and they don't get views and you know popularity. So them causing uproar makes you watch it, which gives them ratings, which makes them money. So that's why they tell you crazy shit. Like that's that's why you know they say, oh, you know, they, like something comes out in the news. Oh, black people might not get coronavirus. It's insane. That's insane. They're they're g- genetically. Uh, it's like clickbait. other than it's other, like clickbait for YouTube, right? Genetically, other than our ancestral regions. Which we all came from, like uh, Caucasians are European from Europe, and then uh, black people originate from different areas. The southern parts. No, different areas. Uh, It's ancestral, so different areas. We're all genetically the same, so it doesn't, it's not going to change what if you're more susceptible to it or not. That's It's just insane. So, like I said, just don't watch the news, just check it. It's... Because there's a lot of shit out there. And I'm done talking about it because... But if you were watching the news, you would know that Kim Jong-un might be dead. <laughs> so, yeah. that's good news. That It's it's, it's good news if you're a an American, yeah. Um, it's good man. news if you're a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, South Korea. Yeah. Fucking China. Uh, he launched rockets to those people all the fucking time. Um, that dude's like the... if he Okay, if he launched rockets like he played basketball, they'd just be air balls 100% of the time. That dude doesn't do exercise, but get up and go to the bathroom. That's it. Um, he... So, yeah, Kim Jong-un... Well, we don't know. It's he, weird because all the shit we hear is is it's from, from, like, spies or, you know, people that can get information leaked out. Because in North Korea and, like, China like that, they're dictatorships. So, you can only see certain things and you can only do stuff, like... You can't watch porn in China or uh, Korea. Or- which, which, if Ryan was uh, was Chinese or lived in China, you would go insane. You, I don't know. What would you jerk off to? I don't know. We're only 10 minutes into the show, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not 20. So, <clears throat> but, like, they block certain things, and you can't get certain information out because they just control all the media, which is crazy to me, but somehow they fucking do it. Um <clears throat> They can control anything they want to. Yeah, but uh, people are people. We don't really know because it's from you know spies and uh, you know other news sources that just hear. It's just we know what we know, and what we know is not a lot, and we don't know any more than anybody else. So he's either a vegetable or he's dead. But Ryan, Ryan informed me about this news. Yeah, because you didn't know earlier. Like I said, I don't watch the news. I literally do not watch it. I don't look at anything. If I see anything political or about any kind of government or any government leader, I keep scrolling. I look at stuff that's relevant and it's entertaining and that's local. I look, I look for fun stuff for you people. This is not a political podcast. And if it is, we're still, we're going to end it. Like if this gets anyway, like if you decide to become a very radical political activist, not happen. this podcast is ending. Okay. Not going to happen. So yeah, like, I said, I, like I said, Ryan just informed me that this is a possibility. Fuck yeah. Beforehand, before the podcast but started. It says he went. Uh, through a stent procedure earlier this month for his heart condition, I guess. It, I'm guessing it's just being overweight because if you eat cakes and pies all day, you're going to fucking die. 
He looks uh, like the Emperor Penguin. Like like the head honcho. Yeah. Yeah. Well he is. Um I mean like but okay, so yeah, he looks like yeah, he he's fat. He's fat. That's when he's young. That's him now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but uh, Kim Jong un is a pleasantly plump person. Yeah, like a a panda bear. Like a North Korean panda bear. Um but yeah, it says he went under a heart surgery and you know, people it, from news sources it says that he's a vegetable and you know, heavily sedated in a coma. Let's just say brain dead. Let's not call him a vegetable. Why? Because he doesn't eat them. People might take it. To, people <laughs> might. People might take offense to that. Well, who? Vegetables? They can't hear me. Uh, people have relatives that are brain dead right now. Why can't I call them a vegetative state? That's there what they go. call it. There you go. Whatever. Perfect. Um. Anyway, uh, let's call them broccolis. No, I'm not gonna call them broccolis. Um. <laughs> but. Yeah, he. They said he might be in a vegetative state, or he might possibly be dead. We don't know, but they're already talking about his successor, and it's either his sister or his uncle might be in line for it. So I don't know. So we we do have some good news. There's this thing right he might here. Might be dead. There's this thing right here that says uh, Kim Jong Un uh, nicknamed Rocket Man by Donald Trump. Yeah, I didn't know that. Missile. No. You didn't know he was called Rocket no, but Man. Get, leave it to leave it to President Trump to give somebody like a kind of a cool nickname. <laughs> it's kind of a cool well, nickname. Well, it was whenever it was whenever everybody was into like Rocket Man, like like when they launched the thing when Elon, Elon Musk, Musk yeah. launched the thing into space and just played Rocket Man on the on the Tesla. Um, but yeah, so some some good news. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. It it it's nobody knows. So let's just let's move on. I don't know. It just it's 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 not it's not that we can control. I know, but so. the, like the crazy thing is, like you always see him. Like you see pictures of him on this like all white horse. All his horses are like all white. Everybody's walking, but he's on a horse, right? But like, what three hundred pound man do you see on a fucking horse? You don't because like, and it's not even a Clydesdale. It's just like a regular horse. So it's like I feel like it's, just, it's a. I think I think honestly, okay, I might be wrong, but I want to say that Asian horses are actually smaller. They might be. I mean, he looks fucking huge, but do they just have like an army of those white horses? Because I feel like he breaks their back every time, and they just have to put him down. Uh, probably. Are Asian horses smaller? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be horses from Northeast Asian. Or East Asian warfare. Why don't you just type Kim, Kim Jong-un horse and we'll just look a picture of him and judge by his size. Okay. Uh, how tall is he? Like like 5'2", maybe 5'4", something. He's 5'9". Wow. I, that's a lie. That is definitely He's a lie. He's not that tall. Kim Jong-un is not 5'9". No. His waistline is 5'9". But he's not That's a huge bitch. Yeah. Uh, what am I looking up? Kim Jong Un horse. Uh... <laughs> I don't know, bro. That's a pretty big horse. Yeah, it's a big horse, but he's also a very large man. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he spent tens of thousands of dollars on 12 purebred horses from Russia. It's a Russian horse. Yeah, now he's down to fucking one. 
How do you know he's down to one? Uh, because he killed them all. Oh, okay. He spent tens of thousands of dollars on purebred Russian horses. So, okay. Well, that's... Okay, this is a Russian horse, so it's a pretty big horse. But that is also a big man. And you know what? He might be 5'9". Kim Jong-un might be 5'9", dude. I don't know. He's pretty... He kind of tall. I don't know. That's funny, though. I read one thing where... Um, I think we read it on the podcast. I don't know. Maybe I just read it. But it was uh, somebody who breeds... Somebody in the U.S. who breeds, like, the the giant bunnies. Like, they're huge. They can weigh up to, like, 30 pounds or something like that. They're big-ass rabbits. And um, they had... I forget how many. Yeah. They're huge. But he was... Um, the Flemish Giant is the world's largest rabbit breed. Yeah, and I don't know. I I read a story where he had. He said somebody. He thinks he he said somebody in North Korea, but they're worth like thousands of dollars each. But he said he he said somebody in North Korea bought like thirty of them, and he thinks it was Kim Jong Un who bought them to eat them. <laughs> Well, the, the Flemish giant rabbit is a very large breed of domestic rabbit. So they're domestic. Uh, normally, cons- I mean, you can't grow something that big in the wild. Normally considered to be the largest breed of the species, uh, Flemish giants are a utility breed and are bred for the fur and for the meat. So you can make like a coat out of one of these things. Yeah, but <laughs> that's what he said. It's uh, It was just a guy who breeds them. And he said somebody in North Korea bought them. And they wouldn't give him, like, details or anything like that about it just to ship him to somewhere. And he thinks it was Kim Jong-un and he wanted it for the meat. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, dude, these things are this... I mean, okay, so if... I mean, you you people can Google these rabbits. It's the Flemish rabbit, and it's like a dog. It's massive. The, these things are huge. So Look at that one. <laughs> 100%. 100%. So if I was having a giant feast... Like, if I, this was in Vikings... Look, it's next to a fucking Rottweiler. Yeah. So, like, so so if I was a Viking and in, in my hall, you know, if I wanted some rabbit, like, I'm, I'm going to order, like, 20 of these bad bitches and we're going to feast hardcore on these things. Like, this is this is like a cauldron of rabbits, too. That's, that's that much meat you get from one. This thing's like half a pig. Straight up. It's like half the size of a Rottweiler. Yeah, they got a picture of it next to a Rottweiler. It's basically, it's almost half the size of a Rottweiler, a full-grown Rottweiler. So these are big bunnies, big bunnies. And if I was a rapper, that would be my name, Big Bunny. Big Bunny? Big Bunny, yep. Might as well. Well, it wouldn't be Flemish Rabbit. Like, that's a terrible (laughs) rapper name. No. Call me Flemish Rabbit. Mm Mm-hmm. Dollar bills, y'all. Or flaccid rabbit. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so we hope you all had a great week. Uh, we hope you uh, are staying safe out there. Hope you're enjoying the uh, the spring weather. Um, hope you... Hope you're enjoying... I hope you are enjoying this quarantine and that you are... Or whatever's going on in your lives. I hope you're... You're having the best time you can have while staying safe. Um, I had the pleasure of getting out um, this week. I went on a hike and I uh, people can hate on me if you want to for not staying home. But when I hike, 
It is by myself. I am not surrounded by people uh, with a stay-at-home order right now. There's not a lot of people out at the state parks or hiking areas. So I am isolated, completely isolated, especially on this one. There, I didn't see hardly anybody. Um, mm-hmm. So hate on me if you want to, but I'm getting out in the way I know it's safe for me in the way that I know I can because I am by myself. And... I can't stay cooped up, so if you guys also enjoy hiking or you you can isolate yourself and go on a walk and get out, that's great. But I hope you are enjoying this the best you can and that you are staying safe because this these are strange times. It's rough out there. So I hope you guys are doing well. And um, if you guys uh, – I know I've said this multiple times. If you want to talk about like what you guys are out there doing – to stay safe or what you can get out and do to make yourself not go crazy. Uh, you can email us, uh, this email and all of our socials, our socials are in the description of every podcast. So you can hit us up. I know I say it a lot. We've been saying it for a year, but go ahead if you want to. But we say it because nobody does it. <laughs> we say it because nobody does it. So if you do email us or send us a DM on social, um, then that'll give us something to talk about. It lets us know. Honestly, the reason why we do it is because it lets us know that people are listening. Yes, we see that we get downloads every every week, every episode. Uh, we see that people you know, like the social media posts, but it, it, it's, it gives us a sense of gratification that you're listening that, oh, hey, I want you, do you guys mind talking about this or bringing this up or, you know, get, give a shout out. Just say your name and say, hey, can I get a shout out? We'll give you a fucking shout out. We don't care. It's 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 not about giving us something to talk about. It's about letting us know that you guys are listening because, like I said, we know, we see that you're downloading. We see that you're listening. So just give us a shout out. Just let us know. Let us know that you are listening, that you're you're taking all this in. This is entertaining you because we we are taking pride in entertaining all of you guys. That's why we do this and to entertain ourselves and to have fun and get away. So this is also another way that we can get away because it's just Ryan and I uh, to keep ourselves sane. And I'll be honest, if I didn't have this, it'd be it would make my weeks a little bit harder because in the days working, up, no, it would it would because in the days working up to this, I'm kind of preparing, getting stuff together, and then we. I mean, it's only an hour to an hour and a half a week, but this helps immensely because we can, I mean, if we, if we didn't get together, would you have an excuse to laugh or, you know, have a intellectual discussion with hardly anybody? No. I, I, I sure, I definitely wouldn't. I know we're not laughing a lot this week. We're kind of getting a little serious, but hey, you got to no, have. That's how we were last week. You got what? No, I don't remember. Two weeks ago. Serious? No. On no. our one year episode. Oh, no, we weren't. No, we weren't serious. We were just having an extra conversation, but you gotta have every, you gotta have a little bit of everything. Like, we can't, we can't laugh our asses off every single week. We can. We can. And I, I guarantee we probably will this episode too, but, so we're hoping, stay, we're hoping you're all staying safe. I hope you're not going crazy. Uh, it's, if you can find something to do out there to stay safe. And have an enjoyable experience doing it. Do it because I am, because I am not about to sit in the house every single day of my life. Because I don't even have a house. I have an apartment, and it's smaller than a house, and I don't have a yard. So if I had a yard, I'd, I'd just, I'd just sit out in the grass all day. But I don't have that. 
because my apartment sucks and <laughs> I don't have a yard. Get chiggers sitting in the grass, dummy. Get a chair. I I uh, you Broke can take that. You, I heard that a hot shower actually helps with that. That's like a that's like a hick uh, Southern Indiana thing. But I heard a hot shower helps sugar bites. And if you don't want to go outside and you want to stay inside, the internet is there for you. And there's all kinds of stuff going viral. All the kinds of stuff on the news. They just had a news guy. Uh, I guess people are doing all the virtual meetings and stuff like that. Well, they just get dressed from the waist up. <laughs> And they stand up and, like, you know, their camera's still on or whatever, and people see their asses and <laughs> so, and all their private parts. Because, like, because one guy, he was, like, a news anchor, and they had him still at home, and he was doing a virtual thing, but they could tell that he was only dressed from the waist up. And, like, you could see his fucking thigh <laughs> in the picture, and it, it was on the news, so. No, I, uh, I actually, I had a training for my work that I had to do at home a few weeks ago. And I was just wearing shorts and uh, like a sleeveless shirt, just hanging out. I was drinking a, I was drinking a kombucha, and I would, I would walk away. The bathroom is right next to our office that we have in my apartment, uh, so it's right around the corner. The bathroom is, and when I would go to the bathroom because the training was a few hours, I would go to the bathroom. But I would mute my mic because I know that they could hear the toilet flush and. Uh, me washing my hands, and since I'm the only one stepped away, that that's definitely me. So yeah. I don't want I don't want anybody hearing me pee that I work with, <laughs> or or that I could potentially work with, you know. So uh, so that was that was my experience. I did it wasn't bad doing it from home. I enjoyed it uh, because I didn't have to go anywhere. But like I said, if you go if, if you go if you, you got to work from home and you got to do it on Skype or Zoom or whatever you're doing. Like, mute your mic before you go pee, especially if your bathroom's, like, right there. Or if you fart or something. Or, you know, just just mute your mic so nobody else can hear you pee. Because none of your coworkers want to hear you pee. Right. I think <clears throat> I get self-conscious in the bathroom sometimes because I got a strong bladder and I drink a lot of water. And when I pee in the urinal, you hear it. I know some guys will walk up and it's just like, you don't, you don't even hear anything. You don't even hear it. Hear them pee. It's like an old man pee. Like you don't hear anything. And when I get up there, like it's quiet in the bathroom and I get up to the urinal and it's just like a, it's like a fire hose hitting the back of the urinal. So I get self-conscious about it. And also when I go in there, I feel like that's like my safe time to fart when I'm like, when I'm at work or in public or something like that. I hate that. What? That people are pissing and they just fart. Why? I hate it. It opens everything up when you when you when you don't when you, care when you pee. It um, if you relax and it opens everything up, dude. I yeah, let but it go. that means people are walking behind you and have to walk through it. I would rather do it in the bathroom than do it in the hallway. Do it in the bathroom, but do it in a fucking corner. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I ain't going to the corner of the bathroom or to fart because going to my farts are loud. Uh, my farts are strong, like my pee is. So uh, it's it's. No, I I do fart uh, quite a bit. I'm I'm very gassy sometimes. I fucking hate it. Nothing <laughs> pisses me off more if you're just gonna go up to the fucking <laughs> urinal and you just go. That's me, dude. And that I'm just all me. I was like, and I'm I'm walking fucking behind. Would you me. rather me do that like in the hallway though, and you're walking behind me? Uh, I would. I mean, already, if I heard I mean, it, I would I mean, go if around. Somebody, if somebody's taking a crap in there, I'm already trapped. In a, I'm trapped in a bathroom with you. No, no, you're not. You can leave. I wish you'd fart in the hallway because then I'd fucking turn around and go different directions. <laughs> but 
But you're, if you're, uh, you're pissing in your urinal and you're just going to fart when I'm walking right behind you. Uh, what if I don't know you're behind me? What if I apologize? Look, bitch. <laughs> what if I apologize? If, suck my dick. You already fucking did it. It's already in my nose. Don't. What if already, I didn't see you? You're already in a bathroom, Ryan. It I'm doesn't. Fart. It does not smell good Don't anyway. fart in my face. I will say, though. I will say I've been in a few places where the woman's bathroom stinks. Way, I mean, you can smell it coming out of the bathroom. It smells way worse than a man's. Way worse than a man's. And I know, I remember uh, at this place I used to work, I mean, there would be... Uh, you remember, uh, uh, it's like once a year or once every other year, somebody doesn't make it to the bathroom and there's like a, there's like a breadcrumb trail of shit on the floor going to the bathroom. It wasn't a breadcrumb trail. It was a fucking, like a slug went through there. <laughs> it was not a breadcrumb trail. It was a snail trail. Yeah. It was like plop, 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 plop. Did you see it? No, I didn't see it. I heard about it, though. <laughs> and for some reason, people really like to jerk off at work. I mean, I... <laughs> like, I get that... It's it's, a, hey, that that's just another... I take pride in that, because that means you're... But you're, I've heard people you're, just you're, like, let, gotta, them, let them do it, man. They're all cooped up in an office all day, blah, blah, blah. Let them jerk off. Like, no. Who the, who the hell says take that? Take that shit for home. Who the hell says that? I don't know. People who are weird. <laughs> They're cooped up you, in an you office. You think I'm fucking weird. Uh, at least I do it at home. No, bro. Okay, so if you work for eight hours a day, cooped up in an office, you've got another sixteen hours. That you, okay, minus commute, we'll take an hour commute both ways, so ten hours. So you got fourteen hours at home. That's plenty of time to jerk off like three times that night. Like you're good. Like you can even wake up, wake up three a.m., do it one more time, and you're good. Like you don't need to jerk off at work. No, <laughs> that's not. That's not a. It's not a work. Uh, a work friendly uh, emotion gesture act I is I an act <laughs> I just remember like that one time they saw that guy sitting on the floor like jerking off like he was sitting on the bathroom floor who just sits in the bathroom floor a dirty bastard in the handicap stall not a handicap person and just like what are you doing he's like nothing why are you sitting <laughs> I'm on checking the- my twitter bro why are you sitting on the floor who just sits on a bathroom floor A is a handicap a dirty song. person a dirty person sits on the bathroom floor yeah he's like dude I'm just checking my twitter bro you see this funny cat video like there's no hole in the ground so why are you sitting on the ground <laughs> He's like there's a toilet right there that's disgusting and plus you're a handicap stall and you have workable legs so I uh, I feel really bad sometimes speaking of handicap stalls. I feel really bad sometimes if there's um if there's more than one handicap stall in a bathroom and I go in that one mainly mainly okay mainly I'm too lazy to check if the other ones are taken up so I just go right in the usually the handicap stalls are either in the very back or the front uh if there's two of them it's in the back and the front so I'll just take that first one if it's available because I'm not, I don't really think about it that much. Because uh, I'm, I'm a selfless asshole. Um, all right, yeah, uh, self-absorbed asshole. Sometimes in the bathroom, so I'll just go straight in the handicap stall. And uh, this one time, I did that, and I heard somebody on crutches coming into the bathroom, and I was praying that the other handicaps, because there was two of them, I was praying that the other one was open and luckily it was hmm. so I didn't feel that much of uh, ma- that much like an asshole but I still kind of felt like one I was like man you could have took the other one the other one's completely empty you know how like, I feel about it first come first serve bitch 
<laughs> you want it? Go get it. <laughs> Tough titty. It's not a freak. It's not. It's not a freaking uh, like a carnival. Oh, this stall is reserved for them. Yeah, I mean it's there. It's not like a, it's not like a carnival ticket <laughs> at the radio station. In, I mean, but it's there in case they need it. But if you're not there before I get there. <laughs> Your shit's getting took. All right. That's some Kim Jong-un shit right there. No, it's not. He just shot him. That dude only has handicaps. If he heard them bathroom. if he heard them bitches rolling into the bathroom and he's in the handicap saw, he just shot through the fucking door and killed him. <laughs> what the fuck? No, Kim Jong-un only has handicap stalls in his bathroom. Fuck yeah, he does. <laughs> it's good, especially if you're when you're fat. You need that handicap stall. It's like I I go in a regular stall and my fucking Elbows hit the fucking sidewalls. Now, do you now do you believe? Because I know Kim Jong Un is a dictator, and he but he does have a lot of money, um, and he is fat. So, do you believe that it should go back? This okay? So, like the social norm is like skinny and fit. Or, oh no, I guess the social norm now is the social norm. Dad bods now like a little bit extra, but fit. I think the social norm now is kind of like. I think they kind of got away from you You have to be jacked with a six-pack. I think it's more like give yourself an extra 20 pounds allowance but still be healthy and fit. I don't think there is a social norm. I think I, I, I think there might be. I don't I know. I think dad bods are in yeah. and attractive now to women, but I don't well, think. I know, there's, I know there's the social empowering of bigger people. And stuff like that. I do understand that. Yeah, in Japan for sumo wrestling. No, there's people it. here. I mean, no, in America. I mean, the so there's uh, like social empowerment from being bigger and accepting it. Hey, there's more power to you. Oh yeah, because my 600 pound life people are totally loved. There, no, there is there. No, no, there is people. Have you not seen that? Have you seen not seen what? social empower like empowering of bigger people? Oh yeah, to be happy in your like that's uh, being happy, oh, being big and beautiful. But, and but see, that's the thing though. As long as you're happy and you're not hurting anybody else, that's fine with me. No, seriously. Like, like if you're happy with yourself and you're 500 pounds, that is more power to you, dude. I wish I had that. I really honestly wish I had the self-confidence to be what I used to be and be like, you know what? I'm good. Doesn't matter to me. That's fine. I'm happy. That's, that's great. Like, that's awesome. You can be that. Be that. Literally. You know what you are. Be it. So... I wish I had that self-confidence, confidence, but also I'm to where I am now, so I am happy, so I also know what that feels like, but it's it's kind of like, um, I don't even know where I was going with that. I don't either. I, I, lost I just mind. know nothing turns me off more than a picture of Lizzo in like a One Piece. The rapper, you know? It's empowerment, dude. I would. I give it up to. It's an eyesore. I give it up to her. Don't be a dick. You give it up to her, Ryan. You're bigger than Lizzo. Mm -mm. Yeah, a hundred fucking percent. You are. Nope. Yes, you are. Nope. Yes, you are. You'd be lucky to have somebody. You don't see me wearing that shit. You would be. That's called. That's because you don't have the self confidence. It's empowerment. It is. It's also gross. <laughs> it's like uh, you do not have any. Room it's to like call. when they say some women can't wear leggings or whatever. That's very true. You do not have any room to talk. I'm not wearing that shit, Cody. You're not even wearing a shirt. I'm not. But they don't see that shit. I bet you can fucking imagine it, though. It's like a garbage bag full of meat. I don't even know. I don't even know where I was going with this. I don't know. Something about being big and beautiful and loving yourself and all this hippy dippy shit. But it's the so it's the social empowerment of of being who you are. 
Honestly, yeah. okay, the social norm. The, I, it's like the social norm. I don't know if the social norm has changed. Like it's it's more like you can be who you want to be now. It doesn't have to be like you have to be cut or anything like that. Because it used to be you need to be freaking skinny and shredded and jacked. Now I think you can like more or less have 20, 30 pounds and be fit. But do you think I, – I remember where I was going with that. Do you think you would like to go back to like medieval times – Yes, medieval times. Medieval times would be fat. No. <laughs> <laughs> because in medieval times and um, around those centuries, if you were if you were, uh, if you fat, were pasty you, white, if you were pasty white and fat and fat and had like some kind of gout or something, yeah, you were a king. Yeah. yeah, you were a king or royalty or had money because you didn't have to go outside and work, so you weren't tan. You were fat as shit because you could afford to eat, and you had gout because you could afford to eat and drink. No, I wanted to be like the wizard because you could just like whoa, 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 do crazy whoa. shit. Why are we, there was no option of a wizard? You're either a peasant or a fucking royalty. Mm, no. Pick one, dude. Do you want to be tan and shredded like old world freaking handsome, or do you want to be fat and plump and rich as shit with like all the bitches, all the Russian horses uh, in the middle? A wizard. <laughs> Because then it's just like you take like some alcohol and oranges and and orange peels and just be like it's elixir, <laughs> drink it every night, right? And then you keep your job and you don't die. Isn't that, isn't that a snake oil salesman? Yeah, alcohol and orange peel. It's just like, hey, you know yeah, this this you have a cure for hepatitis. Well, that's like what that uh what was that that um Shinrikyo thing the cult in Japan. That's what he did. He'd sell his like bathwater. There's still people that like. Monks and like shit like that that sell their bathwater for like buku money, and people buy it because they said it's like precious and has like all these magical powers and shit. Yeah, dude, holy stink! Like that—that's that's the stuff of uh, magic. I don't know. I don't know. But, I have no idea. But I would, okay, let's that. just say, let's just say, um, nobody would pay. People would pay people to uh, recycle our bathwater. Right, yeah, that's that's how that like. If, no, we cannot. No. I don't even think, I don't think somebody is that precious for me to like have a jar of their bath water or like, it's, it's like a jar. It's like a jar of, um, like the, like Salvador Dali's spit, uh, like a jar of, of the, of the Dali's spit. I don't, I don't like that. That's not, that's nothing to me. Like it's spit. It is to some people. I guess so. That's when you buy, like, uh, whatever they call them, like, uh, dream catchers and shit. Same thing. That is not the same thing. It's the same thing. A dream catcher is not the same thing. It is wood with string, and you're just like, oh, it catches It's the symbol. Okay, the dream catcher is the symbol that it means. A dream catcher is meant to catch the bad dreams and store them and lock them away. That is what I mean, I get it has symbolism to some people, but I don't get it. I It's... (laughs) <laughs> what don't you get? Like the the power behind it. Okay, so some little five year old boy in the the East Asia somewhere took some string and roped it together and sold it on Amazon for twenty bucks. And you're just like, oh, it catches my dreams. That my friend is just called. because these beads go like up and down. That my friend is called an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but except there's fifty of them in a fucking warehouse with no shoes. Yeah, true. No, uh, I think it's. I think the way the dream catcher works. I feel like 
some people make it to where it is kind of like enchanted type of thing, but then other people mass produce it and it's different. Like kosher. Like kosher, you gotta have a blessed by a priest. Kinda. But kosher is always the best for some reason. Just is them Jewish people know how to do it. Jewish people know. Jewish people, you know how to do, you know how to do your food. Kosher pickles, kosher salt, kosher bread, kosher whatever. I think the only reason why they're making stuff kosher now is so Jewish people can eat it. Well, yeah, and it just tastes better. Nothing's better than like a, if you take like a standard Vlasic and like a, and a, like a, like a kosher pickle, it's way better. Right. It just is. Now I know. Okay. So going back to the dream catcher, it's, I think it's more like a belief. So if you, okay. So if you believe this thing you pay $20 for, if you believe that that is going to catch your dreams and, um, you're basically like manifesting your belief. It's almost like the same way the crystal therapy. Um, yeah, that's bullshit too. <laughs> okay. So Cheyenne actually, she, Cheyenne has some crystals. She actually, believes in crystal therapy and I was talking to her about her this is early on in our relationship when she told me that she practiced it sometimes when she would need it you know what that is um, witchcraft <laughs> my girlfriend's not a witch by any means if it is she's she's she's, she's definitely it's not like the whole medium thing I don't know if I believe that either or like psychic right that <clears throat> that's that's another that's the it's, only it's one almost, I do believe is the booby lady from mall rats when she showed you her boobs and could predict the topless fortune teller. Oh yeah, the topless fortune teller yeah. from the movie Mall That's Rats. the best one. So it was like the, if the what was it like the freckles on her on her chest? And no, she had a third nipple, but it, it was just glued on. Oh yeah, that's right. It was right next to the other one. No, Cheyenne, she she does the the uh, the crystal therapy when she feels like she needs it sometimes. Uh, to balance out her chakras and stuff like that. And I asked her very early on in our relationship, I, I, I asked, I said, do you, do you actually believe that? And she goes, she goes, yeah. And she said, it's all about belief. If you, I mean, you could have, she, she, she basically, basically she said, you could have crystals, but if you don't actually believe that it's going to work, then it's not going to work. Right. It's but, almost like it's almost like it's 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 like it's almost like in everything you do. If you don't believe that you can do something, then it's not gonna happen. You gotta kinda manifest. That's what that. I mean. You could you can do that without all of that junk, but this helps you actually fully get right. to that next level. Yeah. So if it helps people out, all for it. You know, if it makes you not shoot up a school, then cool. <laughs> but um you know, that's it's not. If for you're, me. if you're, hey, if your dream catcher prevents you from having uh, school shooting dreams, then yeah. by all means, buy thirty of them. But I feel like a lot of people do that, like if they're in hard times or if like they're, you know, getting older and you know they think they're going to die, they result to a higher power to right to look for guidance or to look for something that they think might help them. And I get that because I, that'll probably happen to me too. But honestly, belief is like a belief. In my opinion, belief is the strongest thing that we as humans have. Whether that's belief for belief for magic or uh, uh, crystal therapy or dream catchers, or whether that's belief in aliens or monsters or supernatural stuff, or whether it's faith. Now, ghosts exist. Oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Uh, or whether it's faith, everybody has something to believe in. When it comes down to it, you gr- you gravitate towards something. Like if you gotta if you gotta grab your your chakra, 
crystal thing. I, I don't know what it's called. But if you got to grab one of those and believe that it's going to help you clear out your mind and your body, that then that's you because that's that's what you need at that time. Or your dream catcher. Like, I am not going to stab a baby today because my dream catcher caught that dream. Like, okay. you're good. All right. Like, you're good. Faith, love, and ecstasy. That's what we need. Faith, love, and ecstasy. <laughs> that's what keeps us going, people. Faith, love, and ecstasy. And coffee. And booze. Water. Food. Sex. A lot of stuff. Porn. Yeah. The Comcast. The Comcast is what keeps you going. When you're, when you're in a dark time, in a dark space... Like right now, clear your fucking chakra. <laughs> clear your fucking chakra with the Comcast, people. Let it out of your system. Let it laugh. And we're not that funny this episode, but it's okay because we're still we are still having an intellectual conversation. Right. That's and what a podcast Xanax is. Xanax also helps. <laughs> Xanax also helps. Like like if like do I mean I know it's not legal in Indiana, but if if you are in a state that is legal, or hey, if you're a rebel and you want to. Do it while it's not legal. The marijuana. Yeah, do, smoke, smoke, smoke. Do some of your smoke. Do do some of your favorite flower. Like you know, it's it's fine with me. I don't I don't judge anybody for doing that. So if you want to do that, listen to this podcast and clear your chakras and clear your mind and get all the bad thoughts out of your body or whatever you're doing. Hey, Comcast is here for you. Yeah, man. <laughs> get a fucking shitty tattoo. <laughs> Comcast is here for you. Yeah. I mean, hey, if you want to get stoned and listen to Comcast and that leads you to getting a, a compass on your arm, then we can be compass cousins. Yeah. That's what this is. And you can both find your way to wherever the fuck you're going. <laughs> I know where I'm going, everybody. Yeah. And my arm tells me to. So, uh, we can we take a pee break? Yeah, we can. Okay. And we're back from the pee break. So, um, I did. I haven't told you this. Uh, I hit a fucking deer two nights ago. Really? My, yeah, in my truck. Well, with me being on night shift, night shift now, it like I come through. I don't get home till like one thirty in the morning or whatever, and it's like prime fucking time for all the fucking bullshit, stupid four legged animals to come out. <laughs> and I was half a mile away from the house coming down the hill over here. By the water place. Yeah. And I one ran out, and I was like, okay. So I kind of went around, and another one just popped out. And I was like, good, good rule of thumb. Uh, if Good rule of thumb for everybody. If you see, if, if you live in a place where the, the deer population is really high, uh, if you see one, there's probably more. So it's just slow way down. That is not what you did. Uh, I braked, and then I hit it, like, on the front side. And I was like, fuck. And I didn't even stop and look, so it could have still been alive, and I just drove home because I'm half a mile away. I think fuck pissed me off at one thirty in the morning. You can lay there and rot. So how's your how's your vehicle? Oh, it's fine. Yeah, my truck's fine. It there's like I cracked my fender flare and put like a tiny tiny dent in the bumper, but and it, oh it busted my headlight too. Um, but I must have hit just like. Knock the shit out of that thing, that deer, because it's all over my truck. The blood? Shit. <laughs> shit? Shit. There's shit on your truck? on my truck. You you literally knocked the shit out of it. Yeah, there's all kinds of hair. That's what you, I was like, what? There's all kind, there was all kinds of hair on the side of my tire. Yeah. And all that stuff, so I, it kind of like halfway probably just like molded, and then uh, the next morning I was So like, it's shit all over your truck? I knocked the shit out of it. <laughs> Either that or been rolled in it. All right. But, uh... 
I I was like, oh, I wonder if it actually died. And then I drove by, and there was so much blood on the road. I was like, it fucking died. Yeah, you. Because <laughs> I hit it in the head. Hopefully, hopefully it didn't live that long. Uh, after that, hey, you fuck you fuck my truck up. I, yeah, whatever. It's, and I told Shy about it. And pretty, she, pretty merciful. Or pretty uh, not merciful. Huh? I don't give a shit. Um, and I told Shy about it, and she's like, "Did you go get it?" And I was like, "No, I didn't go get it." And she's like, "What? You didn't want the meat or nothing?" And I was like, "I a I fucking hit it, so that that probably whole side is useless. B it's one thirty in the fucking morning. I just got off work. The last thing I want to do is load up a fucking bleeding deer in the back of my and truck. And C it's covered in shit. <laughs> C it's also covered in shit. My my girlfriend is a straight up backcountry redneck, so." Uh, yeah, her, her, her people, uh, they actually, her people, yeah, her people, yeah, her people actually, it, no matter what time it is, if they see meat, they, uh, they pull over and they pick it up. Gross. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell her that and let's see what she has to say. <laughs> she, she'll listen to this episode. She listens to almost everyone. So. They see me. So they, she, her family's just picking up roadkill. No, her family doesn't pick up roadkill. They see they, meat and they pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke, but. Obviously, if uh, she would have hit it at 1.30 in the morning, <laughs> it'd be in the back of her freaking Cadillac right now. Because my girlfriend drives a boat of a car, the, the like a, a early 2000 Cadillac DeVille. So she went through that thing in her trunk or yeah, strapped it to the top of her car. Your grandma still drives around today? Yeah, your grandma's car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my girlfriend drives around in uh, your grandma's car and uh, picks up dead meat on the side of the road. So Yeah, but I so I hit that deer. That's the second time I've hit a deer in that truck. And it legit did nothing. So that one ran into me. I swerved, and then it f- hit the side, hit my door, like the bottom of my door, and then it dropped. And then I ran over it because it fell in the road. And then it just like my whole. Yeah, ass hopefully, was- hopefully that thing didn't last long and suffer at all. But uh, hey, yeah. you ran into me, bitch. Well, that one died. The cop had to shoot it. Um, what one? I told you about this. I fucking ran it over because it fell and wasn't my fault. It should have been paying attention and saw that there was a car there. Um, and I ran it over and like it was all just like bleh, guts are everywhere. And somebody dragged it off the side of the road. And then I, you know, turned around and came back. And I, <clears throat> like, we were still in. Wait, I remember this story. Like, this happened. Well, when did this happen? Like, two years ago? Last year. This happened last year. Yeah, I remember this story because yeah. it was like the craziest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I turned around and when I got back, there was like two cars there. And it, like an 18- So you hit it. I hit it. Right. Like an AT&T guy and like a lady. In Do you a think vehicle. it's because your, your vehicle's black that you they just don't see you or something or what? No, this one was running from something. There was like four of them that crossed the road. Yeah, you bitch. <laughs> no, it was running from something in a field. And I don't know. Probably a coyote. But so it, ran it, was, it was in the daylight. You said it fell. Yeah. Well, when I hit it, I swerved and, be, and they don't get traction on, on pavement and because they're scared of it. But I swerved. They're scared of pavement? I swerved and it hit. It ran into my door. They should be scared of pavement. It ran into my, it ran into my passenger door and then it fell because it ran into a fucking door. <laughs> and then my back tires ran over it, ran yeah. over its stomach. Right on. And like everything was all hanging out and like I turned around and when I got back there was some there's two cars pulled over and a lady was like it was not moving because it's it was like paraplegic from the waist down and it, it couldn't move and this lady's like, Oh, there's a vet right up here, let's take it and I was like, No, nah, no. 
It's just a deer. A. I said it died. In, I remember it this died story. in two months anyway. See, I, see, I completely forgot this story. I did not remember yeah. this story. At she was all. like cuddling. She's like, well, was she, it still alive? Yeah, I was still. I was still breathing, but that's the only thing that was right. That it's, was going it's, on. So it, it's, it's, so it was it's, just so breathing. It's, so its intestines were hanging. Yeah, out. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was not coming back. Right. Um. But the only thing was going on. It was still breathing. At least like, oh, we can take it to a vet and all this stuff. Let's load it up. And I was like, and like I called a cop. And because we were still in city limits and I was, and they come out and we sat there and she's like, Hey, if you want to take it to the vet, you can pay for it. it like, but they ain't going to do nothing for that deer. They're just going to have to sedate it. That's it. And I was like, I said, the only reason it's still breathing right now is because it's heart's beating. That's it, lady. It's not, it's not getting up. And she's like, okay. And then the cop was sitting there and she was going to, she was going to shoot it. And she waited for that lady to drive off and get down the roadways. And then she was, she was, she was struggling to shoot that deer. And I was like, I'll do it. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'll do it. So I was like, okay. So she shot it in the head and then it died. Um, so we'll <laughs> see. The thing is also be, with her being with that, with that police officer being, uh, um, it, okay. So with that police officer being there and having to discharge her weapon, I mean, every time you're, every time, if you're a yeah, police officer. Yeah, she had to file paperwork. Yeah, right. every time you're a police officer, if you're a police officer, and every time you discharge your weapon, if you have to go into, I, I, I imagine they have to go in and get, like, however many uh, uh, bullets they need for their gun. And if you have to go get more, that means, like, you used your weapon. Okay. And you have to file paperwork for every bullet you But the crazy thing was this lady's, like, hunkered down, like, holding this deer, like, crying and holding shit. This, holding this dead She deer. was holding his head. And uh, she was crying and shit. And this guy gets out of his truck. And he's like, I got a pocket knife. And I was like, you're going to fucking slit this deer's throat? And when it's in front of this lady, she's holding the motherfucker. <laughs> it's her baby right now. <laughs> some people, some people just don't. Some a de- a deer are... De- okay, so... Some people just don't realize that deer are an invasive species, and if we don't, that's 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 one reason why hunting and natural resources um, and DNR uh, are a big help. We, I, I mean, Ryan and I both hunt. Ryan and I both own guns, so we both we both contribute to uh, natural resources and conservation. So if if people don't realize that if deer did were not hunted um, for we only hunt for meat. Ryan and I only eat what we kill. So if it was not, if they were not hunted, they are an invasive species and they would basically like everybody would hit them. Everybody would hit them because they would overpopulate yeah. the entire country. So know. people don't realize that, that there is more deer than people. There is statistically, there is more deer than people or maybe almost as many that might be false i know there is twice as i know there's more guns than people out there i don't know but you're you were saying how i'm heartless or whatever like that but hey you have made me buy 150 dollars for new headlights so go fuck yourself <laughs> true that's all i'm saying did, did you have to get you have to get one or two i got both of them i got two brand new ones because it's broke it still works but it's detached and it just sits there and flops so I needed new ones anyway, so he did kind of did me a favor. So he, she, I don't remember what it was. The deer population in the U.S. So this is okay. So this is an old census, but for white-tailed deer in the United States, uh, sits at around thirty million. Thirty million deer. Thirty thirty million that deer was in two thousand two thousand five, and the population of 
people. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's like three hundred million. It's a lot. <laughs> okay, so population of the United States. 320, well, no, that's not right. Yeah, 325 million people, something around this. So 325, 330 million people in the United States. So if there's 30 million deer, okay, so it's only one-tenth. It's a tenth of the population. I don't, we'll see so I was, so I, oh, I was wrong. See if, the, see if they have a new census for deer. Uh, you type so loud. Sorry. Beating on the fucking keyboard. Says 1.2 million. That's in Georgia. Oklahoma, 500,000. Colorado, 25,000. Iowa, 400,000. 2019 to 2020 statistics. Um, 12 to every 119 people. So there's 12 deer to every 119 people. I think that's what that says. Yeah. Deer po- yeah, deer population versus people. 12 to every 119 people. That's th- that's quite a bit. Yeah. Like, that's enough to... But that uh, says Molly. What's Molly? M-A-L-I. I, that's not Molly. I think it's Malai. Malai. I don't know. I don't... Okay, so it's not really that important. It's, it's really not that big of a deal. But there is a lot of deer, and if there was no uh, conservation or hunting, they would be an invasive species, and uh, they would be too much to handle, to be honest. So, in, okay, so in 1930, um, and this is on the website Deer Busters. So, in 1930, uh, there was 300,000 deer in the U.S. Today, there's approximately 30 million. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a big increase. So, and that's the census for 2005. So, in 15 years, it's probably gained 10 million more, maybe. The thing is, like, everybody hunted back in the 1930s. Like, yeah, in the 1930s, like, that's how you ate, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how you ate. You hunted. So, But now we have grocery stores. Right, yeah, grocery stores. I get my beer from Kroger. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I, actually, I was at a steakhouse one time, and I seen a venison filet, I think it was. <laughs> and I, 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 okay, since we do hunt, and we do get our deer from uh, the, the environment around us, we don't need to buy it from a, for a restaurant. I almost got it, but then I had a second thought, and I was like, it's probably going to taste like shit. Hmm. Like, it's probably going to be gross. And you so, never know. It's about a new story time? Yeah, let's do some new stories. All right. So, now I do have an article here. This is... I thought this was fun. I thought this was very funny. Uh, this is a political post. But I thought it was very funny. So Maryland, the state of Maryland in the United States has received hundreds of calls about the effect and effectiveness of ingesting disinfectants to treat coronavirus. So the governor of Maryland says that they have received hundreds of calls um, asking about if ingesting uh, cleaning products like this is like isopropyl alcohol, you know, like like it's already killed. Like, it's already killed dozens of people. What? Within 48 yeah. hours of right. that coming out, it killed dozens of yeah, people. Yeah, dude, like, you can't you can't drink Fabuloso, man. I know it sounds cool and it smells good, but you can't drink it. You cannot drink it. Uh, so, Maryland Governor uh, Larry Hogan said Sunday that his state has received hundreds of calls from residents asking about the effectiveness of ingesting disinfectants to treat coronavirus 
after President Donald Trump dangerously suggested that it could be a possible treatment. Okay, okay. So if an orange blonde wig of free, if an orange man with a blonde wig of freedom tells you that you can um, jump off a cliff and be cured from coronavirus, I don't think I you watched do the it. video. He didn't. He didn't know what he was talking about because he was just he would say something and then look over. Let's be honest. And people, the guy would be let's like, "Let's be yeah. honest, people." I mean, like I said, this is not a political podcast, but personal standpoint, he doesn't know fucking shit. Okay, he doesn't know his ass from his elbow. All he knows is Diet Coke and McDonald's. That's it, bro. Come on, like be smarter than that, people. Be smarter than that. But uh, like on the video, he was looking over at people and stuff like that, and he would just say, "We can." We're going. We're starting to do this, right? And he'd look over and they say, "Yeah." And then he'd say something else, and then he'd look over and they say, "Yeah." And then he's like, "We may even be able to maybe inhale or ingest or it may possibly inject with disinfectants and all this stuff." And I was like, mm-hmm, "No." And like <laughs> the lead, like the the head of like I think the CDC or something like that. She's a lady. She was sitting over there and she's just like. Just like can't believe I work for this fucking. That is guy. why. <laughs> that is why I said, do not watch the news. Check the news, people. Do not watch it. Check it because if you watch it, you're gonna hear dumb shit like this, and you're gonna think it's true. All right, go with your gut. If your mama told you not to drink bleach, don't fucking drink bleach. Right. Like, don't do that. Like, that's crazy. When in a million years are you just like, oh, Vin Diesel's jacked. He he's I, he says he drinks bleach like he like a shot with his apple cider vinegar every morning. That's insane, people. Don't 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 drink your fabuloso. That ain't the pyro pine saw, baby. It doesn't keep you healthy. All right, it kills yeah. you. Um, so we had hundred. The governor stated we had hundreds of calls in our hotline here in Maryland about people asking about injecting or ingesting these disinfectants, which is, you know, hard to imagine yeah, that people thought of if that. If you did it and you died, it's your fault. It's extremely... Okay, so in this in this very dangerous and weird and strange time we're living in, like, if you think about it, is that the way you want to fucking go? Like, is that the way you want your story to end? Like, your life story? Like, uh... Chuck, he uh, passed away yesterday. Oh, did he get? Did he get sick? You know, no, he drank he, fucking like he drank. <laughs> he drank bleach. Yeah. Chuck drank bleach. Yeah, it's really sad, and it's just like his wife and kids are upset. Like that's your that like that but like that's like your mama. Trump which, said your mama, it. But my Trump. mom, like if I drank bleach, my mom would bring me back to life and slap the shit out of me and then kill me right after that again. Trump said it, but if you are stupid enough to actually do it, it's your fault. Sorry about you, but if you're stupid enough to drink bleach or ingest Lysol or inject yourself with household cleaner, you deserve what happens next. Sorry, but you do. Yeah, like the governor said, it's very hard to imagine that people thought that that was a serious statement, but what people actually were thinking about this was this something... Uh, this is something you could do to protect yourself. That's that's just insane, people. You like, can protect yourself with it, but not in your body. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. So, uh, like Ryan said, Trump suggested during a White House um, coronavirus briefing on Thursday that ingesting disinfectants could possibly be used to treat people who have the virus 
prompting cleaning product companies and state health officials to issue warnings about the dangers. There's a warning label on every single product. I know I don't turn it around and read the warning label, but I also am smarter than that. Mm -hmm. Don't don't drink bleach. Come right. on. Like, don't fucking do that. Just don't. So uh, the Governor Hogan, uh, who was spared with Trump at the Times during the crisis, said Sunday, it's always critically important for a leader to put out the facts and to be as open and honest as trans and transparent as possible. As a governor, like I feel for this guy, like as a governor, you should not have to worry about your people drinking pine salt, drinking like like spraying Lysol in their mouth like a breath fresher. Like you should not have to worry about that. People, we are, it is, it is 2020. We are, we are so smart that we are that fucking dumb. Like, we are so smart it's, that we are that fucking dumb. It's Tide Pods, man. That's, this is what I say about our dog, Bo. He is so smart that he's an idiot. Like, he is so smart at, at so many things. Our dog is, he's so smart at so many things that, like, uh, he makes himself look like an idiot sometimes. Like, he's so smart when he, figures out a way to run up the front porch stairs, but he's also so dumb that he slips and he busts his head off the porch. Yeah. Uh, our dog has done that many times. Many times. Uh, and uh, I think I think he might... I don't know if it's possible for a, uh, for a doggy concussion, but he might have one. Probably did. He probably They're concrete did. stairs, and yeah. he fucking head yeah, first he, right into Yeah, them. he hit head first into a set of concrete like, stairs. Like, to where he just, like, kind of shook after he got done, and he's yeah. just like, whoa. Yeah, so... Yeah, like, what? Well, uh, yeah, so... Um, and I think it's critical that the President of the United States, when people are usually scared and in the middle of this worldwide pandemic... That in these uh, press conferences that we really uh, we really need to get the facts out there. And, and unfortunately, some of the messages have not been great. So um, that's basically that's basically the, the article. I'm not going to go any further into it. Uh, but come on, people. Be smart. Like, yeah. like eat your vegetables, not Brillo pads. Common sense. Common, literally common sense. Go with your gut. In this in this time. I always tell myself if I'm if I'm having a hard time figuring stuff out, I go with my gut. Like if I'm trying to decide what to do, I'm never trying to decide whether or not to eat cleaner, but go with your gut. Seriously, like if you are contemplating drinking any kind of cleaner or disinfecting product, like go with your gut. Be like at least do it like for your own reasons. Like if you're like maybe want to kill yourself or something i'm not saying it's a good idea but no don't, it's not it's never a don't good let idea. the reason be because you're trying to right. cure the it's coronavirus yeah it's never a good idea to harm yourself or to take your own life no no if you're if your reasoning is to get rid of the but coronavirus that is a better reason like harming right. yourself is a better reason than trying to get rid of the coronavirus yeah, that just makes it sound shit. stupid like like if you okay so if you drink bleach and you die, like everybody's gonna know, like you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like you're an idiot. Like uh, you, you're gonna have more pride at taking your own life than drinking bleach to get rid of coronavirus. Let's just say. Or you could be covered in Jesus's blood and not even have to worry about True. it. True. <laughs> if you're covered in Jesus's blood, you're gonna be all right too. Because it's just like a bubble. <laughs> just uh, uh, when I said if you're contemplating doing it, you should not even be contemplating doing this. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Uh, as a country, we should. Uh, as a, as a human beings that are intelligent, like, we should not even be thinking about this. Right. At all. Like, this is some, like, TikTok shit where you drink salt. Like, legit. This is some TikTok shit. Like, don't be a TikToker. Right. Wouldn't, wouldn't it, like, 
That would kill people too when they were drinking salt, right? Or they get really sick. Oh, we, it throws we, your we minerals. Well, we had that. We had that article. Remember, I talked about that on TikTok. It was a remember salt check. Do you remember that article I did? I don't remember. It was it was a little over a month ago, I think. But like throws off your chemical balance, doesn't it? No, uh, no. Uh, we I had an article a while back about the new TikTok challenge that came out. Was it was called Salt Check, and they were drinking salt. So they were just taking the canister of salt and just tilting it up over their mouth. They didn't get a lot, um, like they weren't like swallowing it, or they were swallowing it, but they weren't like drinking, like taking in a mouthful at a time because it would drive their mouth. And it's like the cinnamon mm-hmm. challenge; they would basically just cough it up and puke and spit it all up. But the ingest, and I mean, there was a lot going down their throat. And a quarter teaspoon of salt as a serving, and a quarter teaspoon, people, if you don't know, is tiny yeah it is tiny like the size of a raindrop like a pea yeah like like smaller than your multivitamin so um so basically they were taking in a lot though uh but no the the rapid ingestion of salt or sodium chloride uh basically uh it can cause a stroke huh uh it, it can in in serious cases let me uh uh let me look it up. No, but um, so signs of salt poisoning are often evident in large percentage of livestock. I wonder that's not right. Um, uh, that's no. In I want I don't want in livestock. I want in people. Um, but basically, um, it would clog your arteries. Um, and it would basically throw you. You would you could possibly worst case scenario have a stroke. Or a heart attack because it would clog your arteries because sodium so uh, sodium in our bodies, especially rapid ingestion of it, um, uh, it creates all that congestion, um, especially from years of high sodium content. So you could possibly have a stroke. So an 18-year-old kid does a TikTok video, dumps salt in his mouth, he gets too much, he could possibly have a stroke. Huh. So your 18-year-old kid dies from a TikTok challenge because he drank salt too fast. Right. Yeah, that's it's 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 crazy. All um, right. Let's move on. So I got one here. So a pregnant woman runs out into Arizona road to rescue a six foot snake. Fuck <laughs> that, Jack. No shit. Like, okay, so a uh, lady I work with, she sent me a picture last week. Uh, I was actually hiking at the time, and so was she on their property, and she sent me a picture of a six-foot black snake, and here in our area, six-foot black snakes are like pets. Uh, they won't hurt you. All they do is eat rats and birds and other snakes, as long as they're big enough. Uh, they're not poisonous. They won't bite you. They'll basically leave you alone as long as you leave them alone, but this thing was like five, six feet long, and she said, what kind of snake is this? I'm freaking out, and I said, it's a black snake. Just leave it alone. Literally leave it alone. Like, they hang out in barns and um, in fields. So, yes. Yeah, so what was Bob's snake name? Uh, like, Freddy? Our, our, friend, our friend Billy Bob from college. Our friend Billy Bob from college had a six-foot black snake in his barn that he had. That he grew, feed that, a dead cats and he, shit. No, no, he wouldn't feed it a dead cat. No, he would, uh, he'd feed it. What would he feed it? He'd feed it, like... I can't remember. It was like Freddy the Black Snake or something. Yeah, his name something. was like Fred. His name was like Fred. I, he named a, he named a six foot black snake Fred, and he just hang out. He lived in their barn for like ten years or something crazy like that, and it was just a massive black snake. And Billy Bob, our friend Billy Bob, would feed it. I can't remember what he said he fed it, but he wouldn't feed it cats. 
He well, I think he shot a cat on top of the roof one time. What? Yeah, and then, don't talk about cat murder. What all I'm saying is, I think he shot a cat, and then it fell through, and he the black snake ate it. I uh, I follow I follow nature versus uh, or nature is metal uh, on Instagram, and if you if I, I think I've called shouted them out before, but nature nature is metal shout out that's an awesome Instagram. If you're not squeamish, so if you're squeamish, don't look up nature is metal on Instagram. If you if you if you are if you are not squeamish. I mean, it's by all means. It's some pretty intense, intense realizing or uh, realize, real. It's a realization. Um, so it's some crazy shit on Nature's Metal on Instagram. But there was a post on a story yesterday, I think, and I was watching it, and it was an eagle that had a cat, <laughs> and it's just holding it down, uh, killing it basically. Um, and the cat looked like Cheyenne's cat. And I thought real hard about showing her, and I decided not to. Yeah, definitely not a good fucking idea. I thought real hard, but I could I couldn't even watch the whole video because I was sitting in my living room, and the cat's literally sleeping on the couch next to me. And I thought real hard about about laying it outside. No, no, <laughs> no. I thought I like I I thought about like continuing watching it. I couldn't even finish it. I could not finish the video because it literally looked exactly like Cheyenne's cat. And it was laying on the couch right next to me. Uh, so that was some pretty brutal shit. That was one of the most brutal things I've seen because it mm-hmm. kind of hit home. So I did not continue watching that video. But uh, I think one of the craziest ones I've seen was when um, it was somewhere like really snowy. And they had wolves. So I'm going to guess like Alaska or something like that. And like they had three dogs. And the dogs heard something. And they ran out. And it, they had a, like a, a camera up on their property. And they ran out, and then, like, a wolf came in, and then wolves are in packs, and there was just six more, and they just murdered all three of those dogs. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I did see that, yeah. It was crazy. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Animals killing animals. Everything. Okay, so, nature versus metal. I said it's realizing, like, it creates a realization, or nature is metal, because it, it creates a realization as in... You don't know, people don't know this, everything eats everything. So, they have videos on there or pictures of squirrels eating birds. Yeah. Squirrels. They have pictures uh, of crows killing squirrels. Squirrels don't just eat acorns and nuts, bro. Like, they eat animals. They have pictures of crows walking up to pigeons and pecking them in the fucking head. Yeah. And then eating their heads and shit. Crows are fucking vicious, man. Yeah, so uh, so if you're not squeamish and you want some realizing uh, hardcore, like, animal animalistic shit, like, check out Nature is Metal on Instagram. But uh, let's move on to your article. Alright, so this pregnant woman in Arizona is being praised online after she was caught in a camera. Praised? Praised. Praised online for yes. saving a snake that can murder you. All right, whatever. Yeah. But the thing was, like, she's pregnant and she ran out into the middle of a busy road and picked up a six foot snake. Um, but yeah, so I think that's that might be the side of the Antichrist. Like, she's pregnant and picking up a snake. Like, that baby is the spawn. I don't know. It's, right there. It says that, uh, yeah, she she's being praised for rescuing the snake. Uh, she just says. Uh, Tawny, she was driving back to her uh, Rimrock home after a trip to the grocery store. When she was spotted, uh, when she spotted the six foot snake in the middle of the road, she said it was the biggest snake I'd seen in a while. <laughs> so I'm just going to save it. Yeah. No, no, man. See, here's the thing. It's natural selection. If that snake is lucky, he'll make it to the other side. Right. 
But it said while using her flip-flop to catch the snake while talking to her husband on the cell phone. This bitch is multitasking like a motherfucker. And she's, You're pregnant? She's pregnant. On the side of a highway. Using a flip-flop to catch it with one hand. How do you and catch talking it? to her how, husband. How big, how big is a snake? Six foot? It's six foot. How do you catch a snake with a flip-flop? Don't know. How the fuck do you do that? I don't know. But and this then, is the original Crocodile Dundee. Like, this is, that's some, that's, that's some stuff right there. Like, uh, what's, what's his name? Uh, Jeff or Jeff Corwin. Is that what his name is? Yeah. Jeff Irwin. Jeff Irwin. Jeff Irwin would be proud of you. Steve Irwin. Jeff Steve Corwin. Irwin. Steve Irwin. Jeff Corwin. Jeff Corwin. Yeah. So Steve Irwin be very proud of you. He's rolling over in his grave like, oi, yeah, get the snake. Use your flip flop. Croiky. Go Adidas. Go Adidas. <laughs> um, but yeah, she used her flip flop to catch the snake while she held her phone. In between her face and her shoulder while talking to her husband. Uh, her husband then met her on the scene and took the serpent. Uh, it was a gopher snake and they're going to release it near their home. Uh, she says it was a pretty, it was too pretty of a snake to kill or anything. Um, well, if you freaking save it, of course you're not going to kill right. it. She said uh, she was familiar with gopher snakes from her time living in Montana. <laughs> she said there are. There ain't no way, bro. There ain't no way I'm touching that thing. But she Hell said, uh, no. She said they're awesome snakes, and I think people should uh, take more consideration into getting to know the wilderness and knowing the animals because you actually save because uh, you actually save them a lot more than people think. So okay, so I pulled up a couple pictures of a gopher snake. I ain't touching that thing. No, it's not like it's not like a black snake. So a black snake is just—it's not to be mistaken for a cottonmouth. A cottonmouth is only around water. They're smaller, and they are very, very, very highly poisonous. Uh, a black snake is not. They—they're bigger. The only difference you know between a black snake and a cottonmouth is black snakes are massive. So this gopher snake, and if you people want to go online and look at a gopher snake uh, yourself, um, it's big. It uh, looks like a dangerous snake because it's multicolored. It's tan and black spotted. It looks like something you don't want to touch. So you go right ahead, people. Like, go go, lady. She is a sn- the snake hero of the week because I ain't touching that thing. No. Like, like that is that is some crazy ass shit. Yeah, right if there. it were me. Like, I ain't like, touching that if snake. If I'll let a deer just die on the side of the road, fuck that snake. <laughs> now, if there was like a, now, if there was like a gardener snake, like, a, oh, okay, a little helpless. People don't know what gardener snake is. They're tiny, very tiny. They're not poisonous. They're not going to bite you. There was a gardener snake running across my front porch. I would shoo it away with my foot. Or like a broom. I wouldn't murder it. If it's like, you know, or if it got like on my back porch or, you know, tried to come in the house. Okay, you don't got to murder it. It's a, it's a tiny little snake. This thing, six foot long, you people can look up gopher snake. Hell no, I'm not touching that. I don't, if I even knew what it was, I ain't touching it. Because if it's a gopher snake, that means it's got teeth. I don't care what kind of snake it is. I ain't. Mm-hmm. I ain't no, thank you. Not not touching that. You know, people need to save the animals. Not a six-foot snake. No thanks, bro. Like, you're definitely a snake person. Like, save the whales and shit. Fuck snakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the new Comcast slogan. Fuck snakes, save the whales. Spiders and snakes can suck 
Mother. <laughs> and, and for some reason, ticks. Like, I got a pet peeve about ticks. If I see somebody, if I, like, if I see it, if I have a tick. Yeah, nobody wants to save the ticks. Yeah, if I have They a, give you diseases. Yeah, if I have like a, prostitutes. Like, if I have a tick on me or, like, if I've been in the woods hiking, if I have a tick on me or if I'm with other people and they pull one off of them, I start to get real itchy and I freak out. Same, kind of the same thing with spiders, but mainly ticks. I start to itch all over. I have no hair. A tick is not going to be on my head, but my head starts itching so bad. <laughs> so bad. It's it's crazy. I, I might as well be hopped up on pills I, I look because I itch so bad. Um, so we got time for... Yeah, let's do one more. Okay. So... We have a, this is a very uh, awesome article. This is our hero of the week right here. So a war veteran raises. You mean not the pregnant lady who rescued a serpent? <laughs> uh, no, bro. You're just a With hero. a flip flop? You're, you're, you are uh, the female Mobley. That's what you are. So you can have that shit. No, yeah. not doing it. So uh, a war veteran raises over uh, $15 million uh, for healthcare workers by walking 100 laps on, uh, of the 100 laps around his. Uh, front yard or around his house um, uh, for his uh, 100th birthday. So, Jesus Christ! Yeah. So this this war veteran who turned who turned 100 years old, he raised he did a fundraiser for healthcare workers and raised 15 million dollars. Are you even walking at 100 anymore? Yeah, he he used his walker. Hmm. He he used his walker and walked 100 laps back and forth across his yard. For his birthday, he's a hundred years old. It took six hours. Uh, it probably took all day, but he did it. He he really did do it. Good so, for him. Uh, and he he's quoted saying, "So to, I I read this, and it's very inspiring from somebody that has lived a century. You like I said, old people are the are the coolest things." They're the coolest people. People, sorry, they're the coolest fucking things ever. So being being old is one of the coolest things. To me, so old people are probably some of the coolest people on earth because they have so many stories. They've lived to talk about everything they've experienced, especially when when we still had our great grandparents around a few years ago. A few years ago, they passed away. Um, we still had them around. They were born in the uh, early decades of the 1900s, um, and I mean, our great grandparents lived through the Prohibition and. Um, they lived through uh, both world wars. Uh, every they lived through everything the the um, the collapse of the stock market, the Dust Bowl. They literally lived through everything. Like they they lived through everything. They were around for all of that. So hearing their stories was insane to me. It's just insane. That was before. I mean, they still. My our great grandma told me when I was sixteen years old that I should get a Model T because that was the nicest car she'd ever rode in. <laughs> a Model T, the very first mass-produced car my great-grandma told me I should get. So uh, he's quoted saying, you've all got to remember that we will get through it in the end. It might take time, but it will all be okay. And that is that is said uh, by Captain Tom Moore. So um, he is a hero of the week. 100 laps for his 100th birthday. So that's awesome. Raising $15 million for healthcare workers that definitely need our help and oh, support yeah. and love the most out of anybody right now. Front lines, man. So, uh, and thanks to everybody out there who's, who's still doing, you know, post office workers, healthcare workers, uh, emergency services, firefighters, you know, EMTs, police, everybody who's still out there doing the, doing their damn thing when all this shit is going on right now. 
you know, thanks. All no. you essential workers, thank you so much. Uh, it, it, from, you know, the, from the even, bottom, from the bottom like of our hearts. Food places, yeah. Yeah. fast food, all those workers, you're still out there yeah. too. From the bottom of our all of our hearts, I mean, uh, shout out to you guys. I mean, Ryan and I are both essential workers also, um, but... There's people out there doing more than what we are. Especially like we healthcare are, workers. Right. They're the people who have to deal with that right. stuff. There's more people out there doing – there's people out there – there's a lot of people out there doing more than what we are. So thank all of you so much. If you know somebody that is, just thank them. If you uh, are someone, thank you so much. The Comcast loves you. Yes, uh, so shout out to all of you. Um, and we actually – since this episode is going to come out – on the 1st of May, which is a new month, we have a new uh, recommended reading uh, book for all of you. Uh, this personal favorite, like the last one, so the last one was Own the Day, Own Your Life by Aubrey Marcus. I hope people went out and got that audiobook or bought that book and you're reading it now and you're learning and you're bettering uh, self and self-development because it really helped me a lot. It really did. I'm a happier person now more centered. I, uh, I'm happier with myself and, uh, I, ha- I have, it helps grow my knowledge and a more better outlook on life. This one also same concept. This is this book of the month is the war of art, not to be confused with the art of war by Sin Tzu. Uh, it's the, we're not, not war. So it's the war of art break through the blocks and win your inner creative battles. And the author of this book, this wonderful book, um, is Stephen Pressfield. Uh, so the description is, and it's a, it's not a very expensive book. It's on Audible. It's seven dollars, and I think if you buy the book itself, it's not much more than that. So it's a very cheap book. Um, it's short, but it's uh, it's a wonderful book. Um, so think of the War of Art as tough love for yourself. Since two since two thousand two, the War of Art has inspired people around the world to defeat resistance to recognize and knock down dream-blocking barriers, and to silence the naysayers within us. So resistance kicks everyone's butt, and the the desire to defeat it is equally as universal. The War of Art identifies the enemy that every one of us must face, outlines a battle plan to conquer uh, this internal foe, then pinpoints just how to achieve the greatest success. So I know if, if, if any of you is not... Hey, it's not so like I said, it's not self-help. It's personal development. It is. So if you are thinking about doing something creative with yourself, with your life, with your destiny, what you think you are meant to do, this book breaks it down. It explains it how you feel. It explains how you can help to conquer those things because everybody literally needs, so everybody needs something to believe in. Everybody needs something to grab onto, whether that's, um, like we said, whether that's your faith or whether that is yourself or something that you can gravitate towards to get you through what you need to get to in your life. This book is another one of those things that will basically point help, help you get pointed in the right direction. My compass says I'm pointed in the right direction on my arm. So this this book is also that. So um, like I said, it's a very cheap book. It's only about $7 on Audible. Um, I got the Audible version myself. So he plays inspiring music uh, in the background. Um, so basically this, it's a very good, it's a very good book. I highly recommend it. Um, so that is our recommended reading for the month. And if you have read the the, Aubrey, the book by Aubrey Marcus or listened to it, if you want to talk about it, if you want to relate, um, I'm more than happy to talk about the book. Honestly, I really am because 
Uh, like I said, I believe I said last month, I had never really got a chance to read many books in my life. And having the new schedule with my job has gave me that ability to. So I am going uh, ham, like a hardcore ham on all these books, expanding knowledge. So expanding knowledge is nothing to take lightly. It really is. It's, it's really not. It's expanding your knowledge and being making yourself a better person and more knowledgeable person. It's, it'll really change you. So if, you, if any of you want to talk about the, the April's book of the month, The Own a Day on Your Life by Aubrey Marcus, or if you haven't gotten it yet, I highly recommend getting it. Um, or if you just want to pick up this one, that's fine. So The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, Break Through the Blocks and When You're in a Creative Battle. So basically when we talked about uh, being who you want to be and you know who you are and be yourself and do what you want to do, this is another thing that's going to help you do that. So highly recommend. So go out and get that today. Um, and if you want to talk about it, by all means, email the podcast or hit me up on social media. Be glad to talk about it. Be glad to give you a shout out on the podcast. And if not, Bob's Burgers on Hulu. Yeah. So if not, Bob's Burgers on Hulu. Always. Let's end this show. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thanks for your downloads. Thanks for hanging in there. Keep hanging in there. We're all going to get through this bullshit together. Um, we love you so much. Uh, thank you. Uh, thanks to all the essential workers and everybody that's, you know, hanging in there and doing the stuff that a lot of people can't, you know, food stores, all that shit. Uh, wash your hands, wash your ass. Don't take any shit. Um, stay classy. Peace. Love the fuck out of you guys. Thanks for tuning in again. Uh, stay safe. And when we say we love you, we really do love you. And uh, we hope all you have a good week. So, uh, yeah, love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you spread the word of the Comcast, spread the good word of the Comcast, all you brothers and sisters out there and non-binary folks, we can help entertain your week for at least an hour, which is enough to get out of your, out of this mess we're in right now. So love you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. And remember, when life gets hard, when life gets you down, you milk that pig, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. We out.